Hey guys, we're back with part two of our SPN family episode. This week we get to the heart of it all and hear some lovely stories from fans and stars about how Supernatural has impacted their lives. Since the recording of these episodes, Hurricane Harvey has devastated North America, mainly Texas, where Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles call home. And what you'll find in this episode is true Supernatural family style. The cast and crew have partnered with Random Acts, The CW, and the Family Business Brewing Company, which is Jensen Eccles Family's brewery in Texas, to provide relief. At the time of this recording, they've already raised almost $400,000 for relief. Please check out our blog to find out how you can be a part of this and how you can donate to help the people of Texas. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Amy from Vienna, and I'm a Thronesy. I'm Tamara, I'm from Minnesota, and I'm a Potterhead. I'm Zoe, I'm from France, and I'm a Thronecoat. I'm Carla from Melbourne, and I'm a Murderino. I'm AJ, I live in Wasaga Beach, Canada, and I am part of the Supernatural family. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Allison. And this is the Fandom Based Life Podcast. A podcast that explores and celebrates fandoms and the communities and friendships they create. So, let's talk about this fandom for a minute. The Supernatural fandom is unbelievable. The amount of love these people have for one another, the support they give to each other, the things they do together, the way... The way that was a Bowie yawn. The way the actors interact with the fans. I've never seen anything like it. I hope we see more. I hope we didn't peak on episode one. I know. I feel like they really blur the line between um, fandom-based life and real life. They're, they <laughs> really take what you know they do in the fandom and then they translate it into good uh, out there in the real world. It's really impressive. And the thing I also love is that it's not just the fans benefiting from it all. It's uh, it's the actors as well. Like, the actors talk all the time about how their relationships with the fans are so equally as important to them as they are to the other side. And they're so engaged with the fans. Like, they're always on their own Twitter and sharing parts of their, their personal and private lives mm-hmm. and kind of behind-the-scenes stuff with the fans and it's like they know th- how much the fandom treasures this and it gives them like energy to keep going for 13 freaking seasons. Mm-hmm. Um I've got some some quotes. I've got quite a few quotes. I think you have some stuff as well from the from what we mm-hmm. did. Um So I would like to say there is an amazing book. There's a few amazing books. I know you read one. Uh you read Fangasm, right? Yep, I read Fangasm by Katherine Larson and Lynn S. Zuberness. Yes, and I have read uh, Family Don't End with Blood, which is, um, it's a collection of essays, and it's edited by uh, Lynn S. Zuberness, who is the co-writer of that one. Um, And it's just a collection of stories from people like us who, you know, just found themselves changed by being part of a fandom and the other great thing is that it also has pieces from actors. Um, and I'd like to just say one from my favorite, Bobby, right now. Um, so I'm going to read some stuff from this. Please get this book. You can get it on Amazon. Family Don't End With Blood. Cast and fans on how Supernatural has changed lives. It's just, it's a lovely read. 
Um, so this is a tiny piece from um, Bobby Singer slash Jim Bieber's essay. He says, it's dif- it is difficult for me to overstate the effect being Bobby Singer has had on me. It has given me more visibility than I ever dreamed likely. It has given me a raft of friends and even a romance or two among my colleagues and fans of the show. It has allowed me to travel around the world, literally, meeting people I'd never otherwise have learned about. It has made a rather shy and private person into someone who revels in the company of people he has never before met. It has made me feel appreciated and loved, not only for my work, but also for myself, which is a pretty amazing accomplishment for even a few million people to pull off. And it it has shown me that the vast weight of love and kindness and humanity in the world can and does overwhelm the forces of spite, hate, and ingratitude. The supernatural effect on me has been the greatest gift of my public life, and anyone who doesn't think so is an idiot. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> it's amazing. There's so many. I think something that I haven't touched on, or um, I think the thing about this show that people seem to connect with, it's it's because it's not just a horror show. The root of the show is about family. Mm-hmm. It is about trusting one another it is about family being the most important thing and your friends being your family and I think that is the core concept of the show that people have taken on and found solace in or found comfort in and you know even reading what what fans say um, about this show and how it's changed them it always comes back to this show has has taught me about family and has become a family in a way. And that's obviously why it's SPN family. Um, But it's just, it seems, you know, it's not just the fans. It's also the actors. Um, I've got another bit here from Misha, our little fave. Um, He says, I've heard a lot of people say that they've struggled with feelings of worthlessness or self-harm. And somehow, some thread that they pulled from Supernatural and its expanded community has provided comfort that in this community, there are a lot of people willing to help. I think it's very common for people to struggle, that most people have some struggle in their lives. I know that I did. Our family didn't have a lot of money. We were homeless a lot, and we struggled with some of the issues that come with poverty. But we had a loving nuclear family, and that was very important to me. And I think that helped me a lot getting through hard times. Not everyone has that, but luckily, in this SPN family, you may have landed in a supportive and loving community, a community that has your back. I think that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I think that, you know, for for you and I to have connected and to, you know, I say all the time that I don't know where I would be if I had never met you and I hadn't found this, you know, friendship and as a result, other friendships and a larger community, it's it's a hundred percent real like that that fandoms can save lives and save souls and save somebody from whatever it is that they're struggling with is a hundred percent true and you know scrolling through the the supernatural uh, Facebook groups that we joined it's so evident and so apparent and it's like more powerful than I could have ever imagined yeah, it's kind of unreal. I do feel like we, I keep feeling like we just started with such a big kahuna yes. <laughs> that uh, it's almost impossible to cover it. I did want to touch on um, some of the amazing and inspiring work that the actors um, are doing or have done. 
so there's quite a few things. So let's talk about Misha. Can we please talk about Misha? Oh my God. Misha is um, an angel in real life as well as on television, it seems. So Misha is... Bowie, come here. Come here. Good boy. Um, so there's a few things Misha's got going for him, um, other than his good looks <laughs> and his acting prowess. So one of these things is something that I think we just missed called Gishwiz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's G-I-S-H-W-H-E-S. And that stands for the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. So this is an annual thing. It's a seven-time Guinness World Record-breaking scavenger hunt hosted by Misha Collins um, that you can compete in from anywhere in the world. So you compete in a team of 15, and uh, you either create your team yourself or you're assigned a team, which a lot of people choose to do so they get to become friends with strangers from around the world. So they compete to find items and perform heartwarming, heartwarming acts of kindness in a week. So there's all sorts of, like, bizarre tasks and crazy things they have to do, uh, as well as a lot of good deeds. And then the winning team gets to go on an exotic holiday with Misha Collins. Oh, shit. (laughs) No big deal. And I'm heartbroken to say, I think I heard that this year was the last year, which is kind of devastating because I really would have liked to do this with you. So a lot of people participate in this, and a lot of people that say, uh, there's a lot of people that say that doing that has help them break out of their shells and help them create like lifelong friendships with people they never would have met otherwise. So that in itself is just, you know, so brilliant. But not only that, uh, Misha also has a nonprofit called Random Acts Mm -hmm. that encourages and helps to fund acts of kindness. So you can propose something you want to do to kind of do good in the world and they will help to fund that. Their current initiative uh, benefits the Free High School of San Juan del Sur in Nicaragua which is awesome. Um, so basically, I, th- I think Misha's also like saving the rainforest currently. Like he's up to some rainforest saving stuff. <laughs> he's just kind of ridiculously sweet. There's another thing. So uh, there's a couple other things. So Jared Padalecki has been very open publicly and with the fandom about his struggles with anxiety and depression, which a lot of us can relate to. Seriously. And that was very inspiring to fans that he would, you know, stand up and and talk about that publicly um, because it's obviously often a very private struggle. And so in 2015, after opening up about those struggles, um, he launched a T-shirt campaign with Represent.com. And the the campaign was Always Keep Fighting. So that is a hashtag that is like the code that the fandom use. Always keep fighting. So, you know, no matter what you do that. So the proceeds from the T-shirt sold went to to Write Love on Her Arms. I'm sure you're familiar Mm -hmm. with that movement. Um, And then... Something amazing happened, and this is one of the stories of the fandom that made that like just gave me goosebumps and made me want to cry a little bit. So, people were so moved by the "Always Keep Fighting" campaign that that same year at San Diego Comic Con, uh, this woman Ann Kern from Gainesville, Florida, planned a tribute with a help from Random Act. So Misha's thing was in on this. So before the panel, they basically wanted to thank Jared for being open and show that they were with him. And before the panel, herself and a bunch of volunteers she got together using the funding from Random Acts, they handed out tiny battery-operated tea lights to fans as they entered the Supernatural panel. 
um, Anne said, the goal is a show of solidarity with the cast kindness efforts with their own struggles and those of our fellow fans. The candle symbolized that though each of us are fighting our own battles seemingly alone, we can in fact be united and share our strength. So during the panel, during the Supernatural panel at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Anne turned her little tea light on and everyone followed suit and a sea of candles lit up the room, which was a huge surprise. Oh my God. Um, so they didn't know what was going on. I mean, Misha obviously knew. And you, there's video of this on YouTube. You can see their reactions. Where I they're can't all looking. wait they start, to see this. They start taking oh photos. God. They don't know what's going on. And then somebody passes Jared a note with his own candle. And he realizes it's, it's for always keep fighting. And um, he later said, at first I didn't know what it was. I thought people were holding up their iPhones or something. And then someone handed me the note explaining it. And I found out what was really going on. And it took everything in my power not to cry. Oh, my God. So it's just that's one, like, very gorgeous example of this family and and how it it's not just the fans. It's the actors, too. And they really stand together. Oh, Bowie. Bowie's so moved <laughs> by this. He's moved. He's whimper sneezing. Um, there's a, a video on YouTube that I saw where they're all on stage at some sort of convention, and um, Jared makes reference to this is a hard time of year for him. And Jensen, like, pulls open his flannel shirt, and he has an Always Keep Biting shirt on underneath it. <laughs> and then they have this a beautiful hug, and it made me feel things. That is amazing. So out of that, there was a second t-shirt campaign. And this is unbelievable. And I've got two things to say about this. Um, Sorry if I'm taking over the podcast. Um, So Misha and Jensen uh, also launched a charitable t-shirt campaign. um, And their slogan was, you are not alone. And this t-shirt campaign will fund the newly created SBN Family Crisis Support Network. Oh, my God. So this is a fan-led community support system where they're actually, this is through Random Acts, they are, and, and, and this You Are Not Alone campaign is funding the training of fans, basically to train them to help other fans deal with depression, self-injury, and addiction. So the sales of the T-shirt are helping raise the funds needed to develop the community platform, train eligible fan volunteers to be crisis responders, and help get fans in crisis the help they need in their own communities. So it's just unbelievable. So the thing on their website, they say, The supernatural fandom was the cornerstone of Random Act's beginnings, and we continue to be supported by the community. It is with great joy and excitement that we partner with I'm Alive, to write love on her arms and pop culture hero coalition to bring the community the crisis support network this initiative provides training opportunities for fan volunteers who wish to be crisis responders in their spare time immediate access to support lifelines for fans in crisis local community resources for those needing additional supporter information and training programs for those ex- those affected by cyberbullying coming in 2017 Amazing. so it's kind of ridiculous how much they care for their fans and I actually have a first-hand account of this which I would like to share with you yes please um so my friend Nora Livingstone who's just an amazing awesome person that I have been lucky enough to call my friend for a few years now she actually volunteers with imalive.org wow and she has been to several supernatural conventions as a volunteer so I asked her to share her experience because she'd never seen Supernatural. She still hasn't seen Supernatural, but she has 
been to several of these conventions and seen the fandom and experienced the community. So she uh, wrote a little something that I would like to read to you now. She says, I have volunteered on an online crisis network, imalive.org, since 2011. Along with chatting to people in crisis, we are trained to be suicide intervention specialists. Last year, as an I'm Alive volunteer, I took part in my very first supernatural convention. I was on a team of emotional support volunteers. The I'm Alive volunteers are some dedicated badasses who go to every supernatural convention. We are there to provide emotional support and of course refer fans to outside agencies who can provide ongoing and professional support to those who are suffering. During my time volunteering, I have held back the hair of puking fans, held their hands while they sob in line to get autographs, talked with fans who needed some more grounding, took razors from fans' hands, replacing them with the cards of mental health support groups and professionals, held the head of anxiety attack victims, and hugged maybe hundreds of sobbing fans. I have been told many stories of attempted suicide and then told how supernatural was the reason they were still here. In truth, I have never seen an episode of Supernatural, so I needed to pretend to know what star was what star, but I do remember the name of almost every fan I spoke with. I also remember the emotional support that was given by those fans who saw these breaks and breakdowns. Having people trust the emotional support volunteers so much that they were able to accept help was a real privilege and an eye-opening experience. While the Supernatural family is a supportive one, obviously they're not always equipped to help the people around them. Not only is it incredibly responsible and forward-thinking to invite emotional support volunteers to the conventions, I think it's critical. Tables outside the convention were covered in homemade bracelets, cards, pictures, necklaces, buttons, and paintings, all of them by fans for fans. Much of it was emotional support for those who suffered or are suffering, reaching out to those who use the show as a coping strategy. I think that it is beautiful to have people see the suffering in their own in their own life and know there are others in similar positions who need help and to go into their community to show that support it's very special and i would be so bold to say it's the very best of fandom the unconditional love and support strangers had for each other truly made me believe a bit more in humanity i think it's quite astute to call the supernatural fan base the supernatural family because these conventions are like massive family reunions there is support love affection, teasing, dysfunction, secrets, cheering, emotional exhaustion, breakdowns, enabling, and pure unadulterated bliss from seeing your favorite people. So that's what my friend Nora had to say about her supernatural experience as someone on the outside of the fam- that's family. That's so neat. Yeah. Um, so I have a, a a couple of really beautiful answers, firsthand answers about how the the supernatural fandom and um, the show kind of affects people's lives, you know, their real life. Um, so my favorite answer came from um, a, a girl that I met through the Sherlock fandom. Her name is Mel. And she wrote that uh, when I asked her how the Supernatural family uh, changed and affected her real life, she writes, Every time I hear this question being answered by someone else, I always try to think how it really affected my life, but all that comes up is how I got my parents and my my husband into the show. The actors are involved with the same kind of charities and awareness campaigns that I am, and I think that... That has opened up certain things because I used to have a very limited view on how this country and the world viewed mental illness and religion. I have traveled to a few different countries and have experienced different cultures, but still felt the overall view towards mental illness and the openness towards people from different religions was poor. 
The vastness of the supernatural fandom blew me away in the beginning, and as I got to know more people and see more posts and what these fans were doing with their awareness campaigns, charity fundraisers, etc., and the way they cared without judging based on any of the many prejudices moved me. It changed my thinking on the world at large and honestly gave me more hope in people that are trying to change the world for the better. I was always involved with groups that were working toward a more loving, less judgmental world, but since my husband joined the military and we've been stationed in an area where it's been hard for me to find groups like that, I didn't realize how poor my own view of the world at large had become. Supernatural fans and the work the actors were and still are doing reminded me that my view can be limited by where I am and there are always people trying to make it better, especially for those that feel they don't have a voice or aren't loud enough. Wow, that's gorgeous. Isn't that beautiful? So I, I can read another one because um, I've had some fans kind of share their experiences. Um, so I've got a fan called Angela Burgess, um, who said through Facebook, honestly, it's more than just a fandom. It's a family and an inspiration. I've had many friends go on to publish books that were inspired by their fan fiction or their love of writing. I tend to write a lot of fan fiction, and it's even inspired me to start working on a book idea. I've made so many friends through our common love for Supernatural, and every one of them that I've made accept me for who I truly am. When I went to school, people tended to shun or make fun of me because I love fandom so much. I never felt welcomed or a part of something until I discovered this fandom. I truly consider anyone I talk to that loves this show a friend, and some of them are like family to me. It's so amazing to finally feel welcomed and accepted for who I am and what I enjoy. And there's people who have my back. When I go through rough days, I always remember the campaigns that Jared created or all the friends that I've made. And just remember, just remembering that brings a little light to my day. So I found not only a family, but also a passion that I plan to stick with for a very long time. Perfect. That's exactly it. That's exactly what we had hoped to find out, you know, that fandoms were, were doing for people to make people feel like they belong to something bigger and that they're finally home and that they don't have to, you know, hide their passions anymore. Mm -hmm. I have another thing, if you don't mind, um, from, so the actor Mark Shepard, the one I told you about who plays Crowley and is like the king of sci-fi television. (laughs) Um, He said something really beautiful, uh, once again, in the family Don't End With Blood book. He says, I am so proud of you guys because I can remember a time when being a fan because it was, of course, related to the word fanatic, was looked down upon. A fan was somebody who was not of the norm, somebody who had an an irrational like of something, like, oh, those weird people who read comic books. But now we drive television, we drive the internet, we are a force. We have changed the way things are being watched and the way things are being absorbed and looked at. It's almost like the geeks have inherited the earth. Ugh, you... When we joined all these fandom-based Facebook groups and um, the, the Supernatural groups, and you said something to me like, this is our life now, and it really resonated with me because my – so my mom listened to the podcast. She knows that I now write fan fiction. People at work are kind of finding out, and and all of a sudden it's not – we're not in the – I'm finding – in in my research that we're not the minority, you know what I mean? And it's just, we're, there's more of us out there than I think I ever thought. And people are way more accepting than I had ever dreamed they would be. And I'm so pumped that this is our life now. (laughs) Yeah. I had to talk about this podcast in my job interview and I was just turning beat red. (laughs) I was like, Oh, you know, I have a podcast. 
just basically talking to this uh, woman interviewing me, uh, who is awesome. Uh, shout out Megan. Hey, um, she, hey, new friend. So, so she was just like, oh, what is your podcast about? I love podcasts. We talked about podcasts that we liked. And she's like, yeah, what's your podcast called? And I was like, uh, <laughs> the fandom based life. <laughs> and I had to explain to her in this job interview. And I was just like, oh my God, this is the worst ever. Like that was the most horrifyingly nerve-wracking part of my interview but I did get the job so I guess fandom wins fandom wins <laughs> I had to explain to a relative stranger a man that came to clean my floors of my house uh last week saw my recording stuff out and he said oh what's that and <laughs> Peter's like oh Sarah has a podcast and he's like oh what about and I just was the same like sweaty red kind of like well um it's about uh fandoms and this is what a fandom is and this is why we're doing it and to bear that part of myself that it's been a secret for no other reason than it just has been a habit for so long to kind of like keep the, you know, real life and fandom based life so separate from each other that now when they're kind of, they're colliding into this one existence that I have, it's so hard, but, um, and I'm hoping that it gets easier kind of as we go on and, huh. <laughs> It's just got a, it's just a hard habit to break and to end this cycle of shame and that but that's why we're here to to that be a part of here. ending that. Yeah. I would like to mention I know that my friend Sarah filled out our questionnaire. So <laughs> hey Sarah, um and she's a huge supernatural fan that has been like helping me with my research and dealing with me when I scream at things that happen in the show uh by the way season seven is the worst season in the history of time she actually um sarah has a really good story that she related uh in our questionnaire um yeah do you have it there yeah yeah um so i asked her have you personally made friends within the fandom what is your fandom friendship story and she says yep i met four other ladies in the hall h line for san diego comic-con and we now meet up every year to do all the long lining up to get into the panel. We keep in touch all year over Facebook too. It's pretty cool that we are all from different parts, that we are all from different life experiences and political ideologies, but none of that really matters and we just have fun. I also have a couple of friends that I met through the Firefly fandom stuff, but now we go to SPN conventions as well. We have a trip planned to an SPN convention in Montreal next year. That's awesome. And then, See, it's all about people bringing people together. Absolutely. Uh, she also has a really great answer for how the SPN fandom-based life changed and affected her real life. Uh, she says, oh. well, it's definitely affected my finances, but it's nice to have another community <laughs> of people. I've been um, all kinds of random places, and if I'm wearing an SPN shirt, people call out to me to chat. I also have SPN stuff in my car, and people stop me for that, too. It's like instant camaraderie with anyone else who's a fan. Also, the Always Keep Fighting campaign has definitely helped me in dealing with my own mental health issues by helping to normalize the discussion about mental health. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about this fandom. I've got two more little things from Facebook that I just want to share. Um, because at the end of the day, this podcast is about the fandom and about the fan experiences. So I have from Patrick Caro on Facebook. He says, Supernatural has changed my life. It makes me realize that I need to cherish each day, each week, and each moment with my family. It has taught me a life lesson, that family comes first no matter what the situation is. I have loved Supernatural since the beginning, and it is making me a better person each time I watch it. 
That's so great. I just love that. It's so great that, like, it's just a TV show. Like, anyone else looking mm-hmm. in from the outside is just seeing this TV show that, is it the best TV show? Maybe not. Um, but to so many people, it it's everything. It means everything to a lot of people. And it's so great that this this one thing that just set out to be, like, an entertaining TV show is actually like changing people's lives for the better yeah and connecting so many people yes. and on that note i have to finally tell you the thing i told you i was going to wait to tell you okay <gasps> so you have mentioned that you and your husband peter have started watching this and now this has become like a thing for you too which yes. i think is awesome um so i found out um I had sent a picture to my mom and sister. We have a a little group chat going because they're coming over here to visit me in London. And it was a picture of Bowie, my dog, uh, watching Supernatural with me. I said, oh, Bowie and I are settling in watching our new fave show. And my mom said, you know your brother watches that. And I was like, what? Ben watches Supernatural? She's like, yeah, he's, he's been watching forever. Like, that's his favorite show. So my brother Ben, I've got two brothers, but this is, um, it's a long story. (laughs) So I've got my dad's son, brother, and then my mom's son, brother. So Ben is the older of those two. And he and I don't have a lot in common. He works on, like, he lives in our childhood home. He works for the city. He loves, like, tractors. He, (laughs) you know, wears camo and listens to country music. Like, we are not the same You could not be more different. He's actually a lot like Bobby. Oh, yay. <laughs> He's a total young Bobby singer. Um, and he definitely is going to start calling me Idiot from now on. So I texted my brother. So my brother and I, I love him, but we don't like text every day. We talk about his daughters more than anything else because they're my little angel nieces. But I texted him once I heard this from my mom. And I said, Ben, you, I just found out we finally have something in common. And he's like, oh, yeah, what's that? I said, and I sent him a picture of me watching Supernatural. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've watched every season like eight times. <gasps> so he was going to get a tattoo what? and still might get a tattoo. of Superna- My brother is hugely into Supernatural. I said, you should go to a you should go to a convention. He's like, well, I know there's one in Toronto, but I've never gone. I'm like, you should go. Oh, my God. So suddenly my brother and I have this conversation. We've talked more than we have in probably years. Really? Just about this show. Just me texting him like oh my god what's happening with ash why is this happening you know like just me reacting to things and then he knows what i'm talking about and we've got this whole new thing that uh we can share together which i just think is beautiful that the spn family actually is within my own family and i didn't even know that is amazing i'm that's so exciting you have you can fangirl with your fan brother I know, isn't it crazy? That is awesome. I love it so much. So hi, Ben. I don't know if you'll listen to this. <laughs> I love it. Um, and before we sign off, there is one uh, one last thing on Facebook from another fan that I wanted to read because it's it just ties it back around to why we're doing this podcast and um, and how you know how it is to discover that it's okay to be who we are. <laughs> so this is from Deanna Winslet Hughes. Great name, Deanna. Wow. Um, She says, my answer is short and sweet to the question being, do you have a supernatural story? She said, it is how I found out that there is nothing wrong with the way I am. I discovered the name for it. I am a fangirl. I have been one for 39 years. I was always different. I loved memorabilia and movies and actors more than anyone else I knew. I felt alone. No one else was like me. I still feel alone a lot of the time, but now I don't feel like I'm defective. The SPN family, 
feels like home. I want to hug everyone in the world right now. <laughs> I just want to hug everything. I want to hug everything because that's exactly that could I could have written those words. Like I could have written yeah. that. And I just want to hug everything. <laughs> So I think that's a really good note to leave it on this week. Um, This has been so much fun. Please let us know how you feel about it. Please let us know what you wish we would do more of or less of or what you like and what you hate because we are just figuring this out as we go along and we totally need your feedback and your help. Yes, guide us through this (laughs) fandom-based life, please. (laughs) This fandom-based struggle. Um, so we have a website now, fandombaselife.com, um, that is kind of home to everything. We have blog posts on there where we can kind of expand upon what we talk about in episodes and give you all the links to the things we've discussed. Um, Sarah, can you tell them where to find us on social? Yes. Check us out on Tumblr. Um, we're on Tumblr, Fandom Base Life. You can hit us up on Twitter at Fandom Base Life. Um, we're uh, facebook.com slash life. Yeah, join all that up. And um, we are, as you can probably tell, a very independent podcast. Um, everything we do is fully self-funded, self-produced. Um, we would love to keep doing this. We both have day jobs and dependents and mm-hmm. <laughs> all sorts of things. Um, so we also have set up a Patreon um, so if you go to Patreon, so that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Fandom Base Life, um, you can sign up um, to support us and, and donate monthly to the podcast just to help us keep going, to upgrade our equipment. We want to make some merch. We want to kind of make this uh, a really, really great podcast. So any anything is a great help. Um, keep a, keep our little... Netflix subscriptions you know, going so we can watch your show. Oh my God, I have to cancel mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, every little bit helps and is an amazing support. We've already got a couple supporters on there. I want to give a shout out to our first supporter, Lux Lyle, my good, good friend, um, who is our first patron um, and is a big fan of the show. She cannot wait for us to do an episode on Outlander. So Ooh. we got to gear up on that. That's her big fandom. Uh, she has an amazing band called Sister Witch, so check them out, too. She's a, a rad, rad girl. And, I have a couple yeah. shout-outs, if you don't mind. No, go for it. Uh, I just want to give a couple shout-outs to everybody that took the time to answer our questionnaire. Uh, yes. Tumblr users, uh, Journey Rose. I'm in way too many fandoms, so that's I'm-in-way-too-many-fandoms. <laughs> um, Lean, Mean, Sam, and Dean. Again, there's a dash between all those words. Uh, Star Lately on Wattpad, um, Zoe from London, AJ from Lasaga Beach, Sarah from Toronto, and my friend Mel. Thank you guys for taking the time to answer our questionnaire and help us figure out what your fandom is all about. Yeah, we love it, by the way, so we're we're in it now. Yes, we're a part <laughs> of it. We're, we hope that we are a part of the SPN family because it seems like a pretty warm and fuzzy place to be. So that said... Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is a bi-weekly podcast, so we'll see you again in two weeks. I think we're tackling Sherlock next. Yes, which is we are. Terrified of. Another um, so really in- great fandom uh, with yes. a lot of really talented fanfic authors, which I think we'll assign to Allison this time. Ah, I gotta read some fics. I'm not mad about it. Um, so until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep on living that fandom-based life. And carry on, my fandom friends. Yeah, you idiots. Bye. <laughs> Bye.